Yes, the show for champions. Good evening and welcome to tonight's edition of the UEFA Champions League show. This is the show where we celebrate champions and we give you the best beats of every game in Europe's top club competition. And uh, for tonight, we will be looking at the coaching situation with Manchester United. From our last episode, we would also recap highlights for match day three, match day four. And we would also preview match day three. That is, match is going on now as we speak and analyze each group and the permutations for each group. We would also take highlights from some of today's games that were played earlier on. That is Dynamo Kiev, Bayern Munich, Villarreal, Manchester United, and then ongoing results. Tonight, it's a lovely, lovely, lovely time once again. And welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. It's always a pleasure having you. And it's a pleasure hosting this show. So without much ado, I'll go straight to tonight's program. And um, looking at the coaching situation in Manchester with Manchester United and with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, but just before we come, we would we would we would take a look at that. Want to want to take a recap a recap of match day three highlights, match day three highlights. So let's take that feed, and then we will come back to discuss Manchester United and all the crisis with regards to the coaching situation and the dressing room, um, Cristiano Ronaldo, whether he's happy in Manchester United, whether he's not, is Zidane joining United, is Zidane joining PSG, will give you all the tidbits on this particular episode. So let's pick the best goals for match day three in the Champions League. Then we'll come back to that. Real very nearly salvaged something from 3-0 down. Only denied right at the end of the game. The Spaniards thought they completed their fight back. 
Could be free here. Oh, it is quite brilliantly finishes his seven again. Two in the space of five minutes. And Shepard and Eska getting dismantled. Christian Ronaldo uses to such good effect in by Bruno Fernandes. Only comes out as far as Luke Shaw. Atalanta pen back. Fred. Maguire by the far post. Doesn't come to him, but it does come to Ronaldo. When you need a hero, you've got an ultimate hero. Cristiano Ronaldo rises. And Manchester United rise from 2-0 down to 3-2 up inside the last 10 minutes. Sebastian Thiel, who stands over it. Oh, it's a great effort. Sebastian Thiel scores for Sheriff. The man who scored, the winner at the Bernabeu. With another magic moment in the Champions League. Hudson-Odoi, Abbott in front of him, Mount over on the other side. Hudson-Odoi making up plenty of ground here. Havertz clips it over the keeper and makes it three. There's the promise of quite a few more before the night is over. Extremely experienced at this level, as are Atletico, of course, but haven't got going yet, the home team. And you're quite right there, as Alexander-Arnold sends it in, he doesn't quite reach money, and it's blasted into the back of the net by Naby Keita. What a start for Liverpool. Two goals in 12 and a half minutes. DeMarco now in the corner. Turned up by Vidal. Sheffield! Jekko with a sumptuous morning to score Inter's first Champions League goal this season. Holly Gunnar Solskjaer, who will he remove? Young Greenwood, Rashford, well he could take the... Uh, I thought Rashford, of course, is the first start of the season. Given away by Ilicic. And that could be a costly mistake because Rashford's in here for Manchester United and steers them back into the game. It took an Atalanta mistake for it to happen, but it has happened. Manchester United 1, Atalanta 2. Torre. Sporting have got so much more energy still in the tank. And here is Pedro Gonçalves. Sporting could finish it here. It's Foligno. Oh, how about that? Sporting have four in an away game in the Champions League for the first time in their history. They've been threatening that goal all second half long. And finally, Foligno has got it. Four white shirts, six blue and black. Now Ruben Diaz. He missed four of the last 60 games. Lovely ball up here to Cancelo. And Manchester City this time beat the defence, beat the onside flag, and score with a half hour mark rapidly approaching. The forwards couldn't do it, the left back up could, and City lead. We'll get the ball back here. 
That takes a trouble. The referee was perfectly placed. Very clear view of it, waved it on. And on go, Paris Saint-Germain on the counter with Mbappe. Drexler in support. Mbappe, though, goes all he through. And scored beautifully. Length of the field move for Paris Saint-Germain. And Kylian Mbappe continues his impressive recent form in front of goal. Clever halfway through this first half already. Fascinating watch between these two. Hummel's header. Too far for Royce. Allaire. Blitz. Oh, what a strike for 2 0. Daily Blitz. The first goal for him in a year, and it was well worth the wait. Looks like he's going to have another crack here. Unless. Kimmich is going to hit it. No, it's Sané. Oh, glorious! What a free kick from Leroy Sané. Well, he hasn't just broken the deadlock. He smashed it to smithereens. What a strike. So... So those were the best goals for match day three. Match day three of the Champions League. A quick recap of the score uh, from match day three. Manchester City trashed Club Brugge by five goals to one. Sporting trashed Pashistax 4-1. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain, Leipzig ended 3-2 in favour of Paris Saint-Germain. Porto beat AC Milan 1-0. Atletico lost 3-2 to Liverpool. Ayas trashed Dortmund by four goals to nil at the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam. And Inter Milan trashed Sheriff, the new boys in the Champions League, by three goals to one at the Stadio San Siro in Milan. And Shakhtar Donetsk lost 5-0 to Real Madrid, Real Madrid in Kiev. In Kiev. And Barcelona beat Dynamo Kiev 1-0 and the Camp Nou, while Salzburg beat Wolfsburg by three goals to one at the Stadio Salzburg in Salzburg. And Benfica losing by four goals to nil. Wow, that was a trashing in front of your own fans at the Stadio de Benfica in Lisbon. In Lisbon. And young boys losing 4-1 to Villarreal in Ben. Old Trafford at the Old Trafford, Manchester United came from two goals down to beat Atlanta by three goals to two. And um, the last game, Leo Sevilla ended in a goalless draw at the Stamford Bridge for match day three. Chelsea trashed Swedish champions Malmo 4-0 at the Stamford Bridge. Whilst at the Gazprom Arena in St. Petersburg, Juventus lost. Juventus, sorry, beat Zenit St. Petersburg by a goal to nil, by a long goal victory. Um, it's interesting um, uh, 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 watching the match highlights the best goals for match day three. Let's take the best goals for match day four. Then um, we'll do the uh, permutations, the analysis, which team uh, needs to progress uh, to the quarterfinal, to the round of 16, what they need to do. What, what are the permutations? We'll come to that um, subsequently. But first, let's, let's quickly take 
the best goals for March Day 4, then we'll come to that. forward towards Lewandowski back towards Gnabry and it's two what a cute finish from the German international oh referee I think almost inadvertently got in the way it's Donny van der Beek who cuts it back and it's just in front of Greenwood Ronaldo trying to force the issue on his own Greenwood on the edge of the box Ronaldo blocks it oh he had to be Ronaldo once again Locatelli. Bernadeschi took that beautifully. Here's Chiesa. Chiesa! Oh, it's quality from Federico Chiesa to surely wrap up the win for Juventus and ensure a place in the last 16 with two games to spare. the second half, Ajax have bargained their time, kept knocking at the door and scored two goals which would yield all three points and they're in for a third with Anthony and Klassen, no doubt about it now. Punching it through, Zane is after it, three defenders around him but support is arriving and that support makes it for Lewandowski. Makes up for his penalty miss with his second of the night. We go into added time. There won't be a great deal of it either. Ronaldo and the return ball played in. Fernandez, Ronaldo, 1-1. And it's a brilliant, brilliant goal. Cristiano Ronaldo continues his record scoring in every group stage game this season and Manchester United a level on the stroke of half time Arnold he can't pick a pass and does so there you mentioned angle tight but it doesn't matter two goals Two Champions League games for Lucas Metcher. Would be significantly against the run of play. Here's Hudson Adoy. Lovely ball in. It was all about the quality of delivery. Hudson Adoy doing the hard work. Cheers, gonna miss. And Chelsea finally have the breakthrough. Is across to Gonzalo Inacio. Ricardo Escaio. Paulinho. Paulinho goes himself, took on the shots and finds the target. 
sporting here are absolutely flying in the first half. Yes, so those were the match day four highlights, the best goals for match day four, match day four. We quickly pick the results, the results, a, a quick, a quick, a quick analysis of the results for match day four. Then we quickly we would also zoom in to do the analysis. So for March Day 4 at the Wolfsburg Arena, Wolfsburg Big Salzburg, but two goals to one. And at the Malmo New Stadium in Malmo, Malmo lost by a long goal to Chelsea. Dynamo Kiev and Kiev lost by a long goal to Barcelona. Barcelona have really been a bit a pure shadow of themselves since Lionel Messi left to PSG. This was their first win in the Champions League. And in Munich, Bayern Munich trashed Benfica by five goals to two. Bayern Munich is the only team that has kept a 100% record. 100% record. They've won their, all their games. All their games. And um, talking of Bayern Munich, we're also talking about Robert Lewandowski, the Polish goal machine. He's been phenomenal this season. And we just hope in the next few days, he might just clench the Ballon d'Or. But it is a close race between Polish goal machine, Robert Lewandowski, and the Argentine Lionel, the mesmerable Messi. Villarreal beats Young Boys 2-0 in Villarreal. And Bergamo, Manchester United, drew 2-2 with Atlanta in Seville. Sevilla lost 2-1 to Leo. Juventus in Turin beats Zenit St. Petersburg by four goals to two, whilst at the San Siro, Milan drew 1-1 with Portuguese champions Porto, Porto. Real Madrid at the Santiago Bernabeu beats Shakhtar Donetsk 2-1, 2-1, And um, in the other group games, Manchester City trashed Club Bruce 4-1 in Manchester. In Manchester, whilst at the group at, at the Leipzig Arena, Paris Saint Germain drew 2 2 2 2 with Leipzig in Leipzig. And in at Anfield and Liverpool, Liverpool beat Atletico Madrid by two goals to nil. Sporting trashed the Schicksacks by four goals to nil in Lisbon, whilst Dortmund lost 3 1 to Ajax. And new boys, Sharif, couldn't maintain the momentum they gained and they had from match day one, match day two. They lost 3-1 to Inter Milan, Italian champions at the Sheriff Estadio in Trispol. In Trispol. So that's roundup for match day four. Match day four, we'll be looking at Group A. And for Group A, we have Manchester City, PSG, Club Bruges, RB Leipzig. And um, currently sitting on top of Group A is Manchester City with nine points, PSG with eight points, Club Bruges with four points, Leipzig with just a point. Manchester City just need a point to go to the next round and can secure top spot with a win 
against PSG tomorrow in Manchester. Can they do it? We'll need to see tomorrow. PSG will also go through with two draws or if Club Bruges fail to win their remaining games. Club Bruges must win the next two games to have a chance for the next round. Whilst eliminated from the Champions League, must win the next game to stay in contention for Europa. That is RB Leipzig. They are currently out of contention to qualify to the group stages of the Champions League. But in order to qualify for Europa League, they would have to win at least a game, a game, a game. So it's a group B. Whilst we wait to take our permutations, whilst we wait to take our permutations, we look at Group B. Group B. So for Group B, we have Liverpool, Porto, Atletico Madrid, AC Milan. Liverpool on top with 12 points. They are yet to lose a game. They are yet to lose a game. And for that, Liverpool have already qualified. They've secured their spot to the knockout stages of the new CL. That's the UEFA Champions League. And Porto will qualify if they beat Liverpool and Atletico lose to AC Milan. Yes, that will probably be a very tall order for Porto. But in football, anything is bound to happen. Atletico Madrid, a draw will just keep them and their hopes of qualifying to the next stage of the Champions League alive, whilst AC Milan must win their next two games. AC Milan is at the bottom of Group B with just a point, with just a point. Remember, AC Milan is returning to the Champions League after, after many, many years of absence, after many years of absence. We look at Group C, Ajax, Dortmund, Sporting, Pashiktas. Ayas is on top of Group C with 12 points, and they've already qualified for the next stage of the Champions League. Dortmund hold a tiebreaker against Sporting. So a win over Sporting puts them into the next round, into the next round. And uh, for talking about Sporting, beating Dortmund by two plus goals means they will qualify for the round of 16. Well, I doubt Sporting will be able to beat Dortmund by two plus goals. But football, anything is happening. Anything is bound to happen and you cannot rule anything out of football, especially today and in modern day football as we speak. Talking of modern day football, Turkish champions, Pashistaks, have been eliminated from the Champions League. But will, if they have to qualify for the Europa, they would have to beat Ajax. Ajax to qualify. Well, I hope they can do that. But as we speak, Ayas, they are in a very, 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 very impressive form, run of form. And I hope they can pull a surprise. For Group D, we have Real Madrid, Inter Milan, FC Sharif, and Shakhtar Donetsk. A win against Sharif secures qualification for Real Madrid. Two draws will also see them to the next round. Whilst Inter Milan, a win against Shakhtar, and if FC Sharif lose to Real Madrid, will secure qualification. Four points in their next two games will grant them qualifications too. Wow, 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 wow. I'll take that again. Inter, 
need to win against Shakhtar. And if Sheriff lose to Real Madrid, they can secure qualification. Four points in their next two games will also grant them qualification. While Sheriff will fail to move on if they lose to Real Madrid and Shakhtar lose to Inter Milan. Wow. Shakhtar need to win the next two games for a chance to go through or they qualify for Europa. Yes. We take Group E. Group E as German champions, Bayern Munich. Talking about Bayern Munich, it's always a joy to see Robert Lewandowski, the Polish goal machine, leading the charge for Bayern Munich. In the group with Bayern Munich, struggling, 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 struggling. Um, Spanish former champions, former UCL champions, Barcelona, and in Group E, also we have Benfica and Dynamo Kiev. So Bayern Munich have already qualified and can win the group with a point or if Barcelona fail to win both remaining games. As we speak, Bayern Munich beat Dynamo Kiev by two goals to one in Kiev earlier this evening. So as we speak, Bayern have qualified for the next stage of the UCL, UEFA Champions League group stages. On this show, sometimes we use the simple abbreviation, which is UCL, for some of our expressions. So anytime you hear us using UCL, it's just a UEFA Champions League. Barcelona will need to win today against Benfica if they have to qualify to the next round. And Benfica will need to win by win two games to also secure a second place. Wow. Wow. And Shakhtar Donet, uh, Dynamo Kiev have to win their next two games and Barcelona to lose both games to have any hopes of qualifying. That I doubt as we, after tonight's results, I think Dynamo Kiev are out of the Champions League. They can't qualify to the group, to the knockout stages. So for Group F, we have Manchester United, we have Villarreal, we have Atlanta, and we have Swiss Young Boys. Manchester United have secured qualification. They've secured qualification after tonight's victory over Villarreal and Villarreal. Manchester United beat Villarreal by two goals to nil. So as we speak, Manchester secured qualification to the next one. Talking about Manchester, we'll be giving you all the exclusive details about their coaching situation. Who is the next coach? Who is taking over Manchester United? Is it Pochettino? Is it Zinedine Zidane? We'll come to that pretty shortly. And Villarreal would have to beat Manchester United by a goal or two goals to qualify. And unfortunately, Villarreal, I doubt they can make it after tonight's results against Manchester United, losing two goals to nil in Villarreal. Two victories will see Atlanta or four points in the next two games if Villarreal lose to Manchester United. So after tonight's defeat to Manchester United, I'm speaking about Villarreal, Atlanta stand a chance of qualifying to the knockout stages of the Champions League. Swiss young boys, they need to beat Atlanta to, to, to stand a chance of moving to the next round. And for Group G, for Group G, we have FC Salzburg, Leo Wolfsburg, and Sevilla. 
Salzburg sit on top of Group G with seven points, Lille five points, Wolfsburg five points, Sevilla at the bottom with just three points. A win at Lille will put Salzburg through to the next round or getting draws in the next two games. We'll also see Salzburg qualify for the knockout stages. A win against Salzburg tonight and a point against Wolfsburg would put Lille through. Remember, Lille are the French League One, defending French League One champions. And Wolfsburg, a win against Lille would at worst secure a Europa League spot. Sevilla are out of the Champions League. They are also out of qualifying for Europa. So we take Group H. Group H as Juventus, Chelsea, defending, defending Champions League champions, European champions, and Zinnes St. Petersburg and Malmo. For Group H, Juventus sit on top of the group with 12 points. As we speak tonight, Juventus is playing Chelsea. We'll be giving you the results of that game pretty shortly. And um, Juventus will qualify with just a point. That is, if they draw tonight with Chelsea. And a point would also put Chelsea through. That is, with a loss to Juventus. Or if Zenit St. Petersburg failed to beat Marmo, but must beat Juventus to have a chance of winning the group. That is for Chelsea. Zenit need to win their next two games and have Chelsea lose against Juventus. Or they must beat Chelsea by two plus goals to go through. That's a very, very, very tall order for Zenit St. Petersburg, given the run of form that Juventus and Chelsea find themselves. Malmo, Swedish champions, are out of the Champions League. Better luck to Malmo next time. So that's the roundup for all the groups, all the groups that we've just given you and the permutations and um, all they need for tonight, for tonight's Champions League. A quick, a quick, 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 quick update on the results for tonight's games. So Barcelona, Benfica, and they are playing. They are currently playing in seventy-five minutes, and it's still goalless draw. Remember that is Xavi Hernandez' first game in the Champions League as coach of FC Barcelona. But I must say, Barcelona is really playing some very exciting football this evening, and, and I hope they can get a result. It's 74 minutes in London, and Chelsea are trashing Juventus by three goals to nil. By three goals to nil. With goals, with goals coming from Chalop, Chalop, James, and Ghanian, Ghanian born Hudson Odai. Hudson Odai. That's Chelsea 3, Juventus 0. Earlier results Dynamo Kiev lost 2 1 to Bayern Munich in, in Kiev. And Villarreal lost 2 0 with Jordi Sancho. Sancho getting his debut goal. I'm so happy uh, for Sancho tonight over the weekend. A video of him and Cristiano Ronaldo emerged. Uh, before their game with Watford, with Cristiano Ronaldo, giving Jody Sancho some real masterclass and how to keep calm in front of goal. And guess what? Tonight, 
Sancho scored his debut goal. I'm so happy for Sancho. Well deserved and a, and a very 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 brilliant brilliant young chap. Young boys currently losing to Atlanta by two goals to one. In 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 Ben and Sevilla is seven is seventy five minutes. French champions Sevilla winning one zero. Currently winning one zero over Salzburg. Leo, Leo, sorry, Leo, Leo currently winning 1 0. 1 0 in Leo. Sevilla winning also 1 0 against Wolfsburg. The game currently is in the 76th minute, 76th minute, 76th minute. And then in Malmo, Zenit St. Petersburg is losing to Malmo by a lone goal, by a lone goal, by a lone goal. So that is, that is it for the, for the results currently. In, on the games currently happening as we speak, as we speak, and talking about the, the coaching crisis in Manchester, um, the interim coach Michael Carrick. We also have a word for Michael Carrick, but just a quick, a quick, a quick, a quick round roundup of the situation in Manchester United. Exclusive right here on the calling podcast and on the calling app. Whether you are tuning in live or you'll be listening to the show later, later in the course of the day. Um, we are giving you all the exclusive on this platform, all the exclusive, all you need to know about the Manchester coaching crisis. So after Saturday's embarrassing loss against Watford, Manchester finally had to part ways with club legend Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And um, during the game, the second half of that game, Senior club officials of Manchester United went into a crisis meeting with um, club owner Joel Glazer, Joel Glazer, Joel Glazer based in the US, uh, to take a final decision and, um, on, 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 on club legend Oligon Associate. Up until Saturday's game, the, some members of the board were, were of different opinion as to whether the club should keep social or should part ways with him and some members up until saturday's game even though social has been recording embarrassing defeats um so far in the league he lost uh five nil to liverpool he lost to fellow city rivals manchester city 2-0 some members of of the board still felt only needed time only needed some time to 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 build the team so they still kept faith in him. But what broke the camel's back was Saturday's 4-1 defeat at Watford. And during the game, that the board members quickly went into an internal crisis meeting um, virtually. The meeting was held virtually because club, the club owner and the person to take a key decision and to decide if Ole was going to be sacked was based in the US. That is Joel Glazer. And he was, he was part of that virtual call, 7 p.m. UK time. And in that meeting, it was agreed that Ole, it was time for him to go. And um, so the next point is, why did Manchester United have to go for a mutual agreement? Manchester United just needed to respect Ole as a club legend. Remember Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in 1999 scored that clutch time winning goal for Manchester United to win their first, their first ever European Championship in the Champions League era 
during the say Alex Ferguson time, and uh, in, in in order not to tarnish his image, um, the Manchester United board felt they needed to craft the club statement on his departure in a very nice, friendly, and cordial manner, and um, that was what exactly Manchester United did, and um, they parted ways with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Was Ronaldo key in that decision? No. Ronaldo is a very top professional, very respectful guy. And uh, Ronaldo has been very supportive of Oligon Associates since his arrival. And um, Ronaldo absolutely had no hands in Ole's departure. Ronaldo had zero hands in that. And uh, talking about Ronaldo, Ronaldo has been very instrumental He's been carrying United throughout, throughout this season. And um, kudos to Ronaldo as well. And, uh, and talking about Ronaldo, the Ronaldo situation and Ole's transfer choices in the summer. Was Ole given the support he needed by the board to make the transfer decisions that he needed? Yes, Ole was given all the maximum support he needed. Remember during the transfer, Ole brought in Jody Sancho, Sancho has been a long-time, long-time target for Manchester United. They couldn't get him in the last transfer window. This window, the board gave him all the support, all the funds he needed to ensure that he had Sancho. Also, Rafael Varane, the board gave him all the support. The Manchester United board had different options in terms of centre-back they wanted to sign. But they stuck with the coach's decision to, to sign Varane. And that should tell you how much the board was willing to give Club legend Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, the maximum room to operate and to get the results that he needed. But unfortunately, Ole has been a pale shadow of the support he's enjoyed from the board members. And um, talking about club contract renewals, Paul Pogba is yet to renew his contracts. So with Lingard, why have they delayed in renewing their contracts with Manchester United? It's simply because they are not sure of the managerial situation. They are not sure if Ole is going to still be a coach of your Manchester United. He's been already sacked. And um, they are not sure who will be the next coach. So they are just weighing and looking at the options and to ensure they know what the situation is with Manchester United before committing themselves to any form of contract, whether in the short term or in the long term, with Manchester United. What are the possible replacements for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? As we speak today, Pochettino has been a long admirer of Manchester United. And he's spoken fondly of how Sir Alex Ferguson is someone he looks up to as far as coaching is concerned. And Sir Alex Ferguson, is, from the words of Pochettino, is his mentor in coaching. But tonight, just before um, uh, um, PSG's uh, training session in Manchester. Tomorrow, PSG is playing Manchester City in Manchester. So as to speak, Pochettino is in Manchester. But today, during his press conference, Pochettino debunked all rumours associating him with the Manchester job. Pochettino claims he's 100% happy. He's 100% happy with PSG. But time will tell. Time will tell. Um, uh, French legend, three-time Champions League winner as a coach, Zinedine Zidane is completely out of the race for the managerial job in Manchester. 
Zinedine Zidane is not interested. Zinedine Zidane wants to coach the French national team as we speak. But realistically now, the French, coaching the French national team is out of his hands because as we speak now, the French team is doing well and any realistic chance of coaching that team will be probably in the summer of 2023. That is after the World Cup. And France is looking, is looking very strong and may likely even go on to have an impressive World Cup. So coaching Le Bleu, Le Bleu is currently out of the hands of Zinedine Zidane. And Zinedine Zidane, Zinedine Zidane is still taking English classes. And um, so uh, Manchester is completely out of the question for him as we speak. And th- that is out. That is out for him. So talking about Manchester, talking about the coaching crisis and situation, interim boss Michael Carrick recorded his first win tonight. And just before the game, he, gave, he shared his thoughts ahead of his first game as interim man- manager for Manchester United. Let's hear from Michael Carrick. Michael, welcome. Good to see you here. It's been a, a bruising few days and weeks. So has a, a big part of the build-up to this game been about lifting morale? Um, fresh start. Fresh start. Every game's a fresh start anyway, to be honest. Um, but of course, when there's no hiding from, from the run that we've been on. Um, well, that's... That's part of the challenge, you know. That's what you've got to enjoy. You've got to embrace that challenge. What a, what a night to be here in, in, uh, in, in such a pivotal game in the Champions League. So, um, boys are looking forward to it. We've prepared well in the last couple of days and we're ready to go. And you've only had 48 hours to prepare for this one. Right? You said you had a clear idea of what you want to see. So, what can we expect to change tonight? I want the result to change, certainly from Saturday. That's, that's first and foremost, of course. Um, I'm just expect to do the right things, you know, to go about it in the right way. Um, we've obviously got we've got a game plan. Uh, we want to stick to that and um, trust the players, you know. I believe in them 100%, and I just want them to go out there and um, and deliver, you know. I know what they can do. Um, sometimes you can overthink things an awful lot, and um, there's almost too much talking at times as well, you know. You just want to, this next game to come now, and the next game is always the biggest one, and it certainly is the case tonight. Make four changes tonight. I suppose the headline is Bruno Fernandes drops to the bench, Danny van der Beek comes in. Yeah, of course. Um, both fantastic players. Um, that's the you having a good squad. Um, as you say, I've only been here in, in this room 48 hours, but there's decisions to be made. This t- as a team to be picked, uh, and I was spoiled for choice with, with, with the options I had. Um, simple as that, really. You know, all it's five subs. There's it's, it's a lot of substitutes in, in the Champions League, and. Uh, there'll be a lot of players that play a big part tonight. So um, just because players are on the bench doesn't mean that they're not important at all. But is, it, is this level dropped or is it just a bit of fatigue as well? Who's that? Bruno. Um, nah, listen, uh, no, no, not one of the players have, have, have been at the best. That's, that's, there's no hiding from that. Um, we know that. Um, but there's a team to be picked. and it's, it's, I, I, I love Bruno. I think he's, he's a fantastic player. He's a great person. Um, he ran his socks off on, on Saturday. He gave absolutely everything. He's played a lot of games as well. And as I said, it's, it's a job to pick a team. That's that's why I'm here. And, um, that's the team I've picked and we'll go with. But that doesn't mean Bruno's not important by any stretch. So that's that's Michael Carrick speaking speaking on on, on, on his thoughts of today's game. And uh, if you're just tuning in, Manchester United won that game by two goals to nil. And for me, my highlight of Michael Carrick's thought is trust the players. 
believe in them 100%. I want them to go out there and deliver. I know what they can do. Indeed, he knows what they can do, and it's exactly what they did tonight. They went out there to perform. And um, tonight, also in Kiev and Bayern, the conditions was very, 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 very cold and terrible. It was, very, it was a snowy night, very snowy night in Kiev. We'll take that reaction. And here they come into the wintry conditions in Kiev. Match day five. It is still around about a month before the Ukrainian league season takes a break because of the excesses of the winter. The snow has come a little early. Frenzied activity behind the scenes to ensure the game kicks off on time here. Plenty of problems for Bayern as well. Their squad is stretched. They've not been afforded the chance to rest some of their superstars with qualification already assured. Able to name just these six substitutes tonight. And two of those goalkeepers. Trashino is on at Dynamo. Only a win that will do to extend any hopes of qualification, which might be ended by results elsewhere anyway later in the evening. We start to match day five. These two sides in the Champions League. So those were reactions from Kiev, the snowy situation there. And talking about Kiev, Robert Lewandowski, the Polish goal machine, scored a beautiful, beautiful bicycle kick. And he made history to become the first player in Champions League history to score in nine consecutive games on two different occasions. Wow, 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 wow. We'll take that feed and that reaction and the moment Lewandowski scored that goal. Now Goretzka. Kingsley Coman. Congested penalty area. Tavar will flash it in with something of a hit and open and a stunning, spectacular finish to open the scoring. From who else but Robert Lewandowski? This season's top scorer is acting again in the Champions League with a breathtaking goal. So that was a breathtaking goal from Robert Lewandowski. He's actually in contention to win the Ballon d'Or, the Ballon d'Or, the Ballon d'Or. And tonight. Another impressive person to talk about in the Champions League is Manuel Neuer. Manuel Neuer. Neuer recorded an outstanding, outstanding, outstanding UCL record. UCL record. Tonight in the Champions League. He's one of the outstanding goalkeepers in the league. And um, tonight, guess what? He pulled... One of the best saves of the night. Not just that, but also on the night, he recorded an outstanding, 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 outstanding record. That is, he's in a, a league that just a few keepers can boast of. Only one goalkeeper, Casillas, that is a real Spanish legend, Ike Casillas has more Champions League appearances than Manuel Neuer. Neuer records 124 appearances 
in the Champions League. He's also in the same league with Buffon. Italian goalkeeping legend Buffon also has 124 appearances in the Champions League. Ike Casillas has the most appearances as a goalkeeper with 177. These guys are definitely, definitely, definitely in the league of their own. Who will take that feed? Noya made an outstanding save tonight in the snowy conditions in Kiev. And let's take that feed. He's continued his run and almost got it back. He went up to butt for Goretzka. Noya's completely missed his kick. And his blush is spared by the frame of his goal. Before it's then scrambled away. That was a heart in mouth moment for Manuel Neuer. Just as we were piling on the praise for him a moment earlier. Such is the life of a goalkeeper. So Hancock is the one posing the problems. The pace to get on the end of this. Just about reached it ahead of Goretzka, but Neuer missed his kick completely. That would have been an own goal, actually. The final touch was off Goretzka. Just a fraction away. Some faces. Red. So those were the reactions in that game for Manuel Neuer. Who would quickly, 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 quickly take the reactions for Manchester United's game today and the moment David De Gea David De Gea saved Manchester United today with an out, another outstanding save let's take that reaction quickly he's here now with Moy Gomez the block made by Victor Lindelof Trigueros almost a save by David De Gea brilliant save by the Manchester United goalkeeper So that was the moment David De Gea saved Manchester United. And talking about Manchester United, Cristiano Ronaldo today pulled an outstanding goal, scored an outstanding goal for Manchester United. Only 20 teams have scored more Champions League goals than Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes, just before we come to that goal, Cristiano Ronaldo for Manchester United this season, match day one was on the goal on the goal scoring sheet. Match day two, he scored as well. Match day three, he scored. Match day four, he scored a brace. And match day five, he scored again. Tonight in Villarreal, we take that goal. The moment Cristiano Ronaldo scored his fifth straight goal for Manchester United. Cristiano 
Well, Rooney, the goalkeeper, has had very little do to do tonight, but now he's picking the ball out of the back of his net, and Ronaldo continues the run that has seen him score in every match in the Champions League this season, but Villarreal played a big role in their own downfall there. Well, they certainly did. Rooney, I think he plays it on the right side of Capu, but Capu makes a real mess of it. Fred gets tight, and it falls nicely. Because the ball was in the air, it enabled Ronaldo just to lift it over Rooney. He was caught in no man's land. Capu has been excellent, I think, throughout the game, but just got caught there by Fred. What a good finish from that man there. You expect it, and still a good finish. Yes, my best moment was hearing the away fans, the traveling Manchester United fans, singing Viva Ronaldo, Viva Ronaldo. That is a song they composed for club legend Cristiano and Champions League, the king of Champions League, Cristiano Ronaldo, on his return to the club, on his return to the club, on his return to the club. And just before I would pick your thoughts and your opinions, one impressive goal we've all been looking forward to was the Jordi Sancho strike, Jordi Sancho for Manchester United. And we are so happy Jordi Sancho could score for Manchester United. And um, we'll probably get that feed in our subsequent, 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 subsequent episodes. And um, just before we wrap up, um, Charlie, would you want to share your thoughts? Hello, Charlie. Okay. So, um, we are not getting Charlie at the moment. It's been fun. It's been exciting bringing you the second episode of tonight's UEFA Champions League show. We will be wrapping up. Um, we'll just pick a quick, 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 quick reaction from London. As it seems, Chelsea is trashing, is trashing, is trashing Juventus. Let's pick that goal. Still the ball away from Callum Hudson, the door. Then Chilwell. Yes, was his target. This is James. Time for a touch. Great second touch. Wow. 2-0 Chelsea. The celebration talks of nonchalance. He's had that kind of season. Yes. Chelsea, as we speak, they are winning comfortably. Wow, 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 wow. Crazy scenes in Switzerland. As young boys go 3-2 up, young boys were losing by two goals to nil. But with a few minutes to wrap up, young goals have leveled it up. It's ended 3-3 in Switzerland. Let's pick that reaction. Exciting night.
Davis ship. Is hefty. Oh, what a strike! And young boys have turned it around. They had to win. They were behind twice. And with six minutes left in normal time, they lead for the first time tonight. It is an astonishing story. At one stage, Atalanta were in complete control. But quick fire goals from Vassal Sierra and Sylvan Hefti have completely turned this game on its head. What an effort this is from the fullback. On his wrong foot. Coming in field and letting fly. And Juan Musso had no chance of stopping that one. And a young boy's side missing six regular first teamers has taken the lead against the Serie A side. And the teams of Group F are keeping us guessing this season. Yes, those were very, very, very exciting scenes in Switzerland. That game has ended 3-3-3-3-3-3. So it's been a very exciting episode. I've had fun tonight. I hope you've, you've also had fun listening to the show either live or at a later time. It's always lovely, 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 lovely coming to you. Until same time, tomorrow is bye for now. I leave you with our official signature tune for the show. It's been a lovely time having you tonight. And um, special thank you to Araba for tuning in and listening to the show right from the beginning until this time. Special thank you as well to Charlie. I see you've joined us on the show. Special thank you to you as well. And a special thank you to all those who will be listening to the podcast subsequently. Until same time tomorrow, it's bye for now.